I'm Amanda Brothers, and this is Walking in the Glory of God podcast, the podcast where we focus on how to live life in Christ as we learn and grow in our relationship with God and how to allow him to truly be Lord of our lives. So whether you are new in Christ, seasoned in Christ, or searching for hope or something or someone to believe in, we'll learn what it really means to believe in him and live in him and let him be our guiding light. So welcome to Walking in the Glory of God podcast. Evangelist Amanda Brothers here, and I want to welcome you to episode eight of Walking in the Glory of God podcast. On this episode, we're talking about trust and being able to freely give God what's in your hand. Think about it. What are you holding on to? What are you so attached to that if someone was to ask you to release it, to let it go, to give it away, you would have a hard time doing so? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Letting go of those things that we hold so tightly to and allowing God to do more with it than we could ever do on our own. So here we go. Trust. That's a hard word for a lot of us. Mostly because a lot of us have been hurt in some way by someone. We've been lied on, lied to. We've been betrayed. We've been hurt in some way by someone else. And when these things happen, it's hard to trust people. It's hard to trust in anything, in anyone. And because we live in a world where we see the injustices that go on every day. We see the, the, the misuse of power that is happening in leadership around the world. And it makes it hard for us to trust. Yet, trust coupled with faith is what we need in order to be able to receive and walk in everything that God has for us. We have to trust him. We have to have the faith to trust in a God that we cannot see. To trust that he has our best interests at heart and that he wants to give us everything. He wants us to have his best, that he has plans for us that we don't even know of. He has plans to give us hope and a future, and we have to trust. But because we've been so tainted by the world, and what we've seen with our eyes, and what we've experienced when we deal with other people, when it comes to our relationship with other people, it makes it hard for us sometimes to build a relationship, a real relationship with God. Yet we need that relationship with God in order to be able to successfully live in this world. And so that's what I want to hone in on today. What is it that we're holding on to that we're so afraid to let go of and to entrust into the hands of God so that he can do more with it than we could do with it ourselves. What is it that we're holding on to? 
let's talk about money for a moment. A lot of us have never learned money skills. A lot of us have never learned how to have a right relationship with money. And so we find that when we get money, that is like we see in the book of Haggai. It's like we have a hole in our pocket or a hole in our bag and the money is just flowing out and we don't even know where it's going. We get it and, it, and it's gone. We get it and it's gone. We get it and it's gone and we can't hold on to it. We get it. We're so excited about getting it and we can't hold on to it. So we don't have a right relationship with money. And therefore, we don't trust God enough to tithe and be good stewards over our finances or anything else that he has blessed us with. Or we think that money is everything and we have to get it and we hoard it. So that's the other extreme. We just hoard it. We hoard it. We, we don't give it to anybody. We don't we don't give. We don't we don't share what we have because we have to hold on to it. If we don't, we're going to run out. If we don't, we're going to run out. If we don't, we, 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 won't, we probably won't be able to get it again. Or we do anything that we have to do or we feel that we have to do, whether it's legal or illegal, in order to get it. Because we have to have money. And so the mindsets that we have around certain things is important. We have to get the right mindset around things that we have. And so this all has to do with trust. What do we put in our trust in? We put our trust in the wrong thing. We put our trust in people. We put our trust in possessions, our possessions. When our trust should truly really be in God. Because he is the one that provides for us everything that we need. He's the one that provides us with the money that we need in order to live in the world. Because he know we need he knows that we need these things. He's the one that provides us with clothing, food, shelter. He's the one that provides us with every single thing that we need. Every single thing that we have, God has given to us. Yet we hold on to it so tightly because if we let it go, we may not ever get it again. We may not ever see it again. We do the same thing with people. We hold on to people so tightly that they become our God or some kind of idol to us. We don't allow them to grow. We won't let them out of our sights. We get so obsessed with them that we don't want to share them or share their lives with anybody else. We can't let them out of our sights. And so all these things become idols. To us, when we hold on to them so tightly, they become our. We make them idols. We make them our God, because we don't trust God enough, the true and living God, enough to let it go. The book of Matthew tells the story of the two fish and the five loaves. Some would call it the, the little boy's lunch where he released and gave it to the disciples so that they could give it to Jesus to feed the multitude of people. But how do you feed a multitude of people 
5,000 men, not including women and children. So in essence, it was more than 5,000. How do you feed that many people with two fish and five loaves of bread? Simple. You put it in the hands of the one that can multiply it. They put it in the hands of Jesus. He's the multiplier. He blessed it. And then he distributed it amongst the disciples. And they distributed it amongst the people. And they collected 12 baskets of leftovers. What are you holding on to? I ask you again. What are you holding on to so tightly? Because you think that if you let it go, you won't ever see it again. Another story in Exodus where Moses had so many excuses about why he could not do what it was that God was telling him to do. Why he could not walk in the call that God had on his life to bring his people out of bondage in Egypt. He used every excuse as to why he couldn't do what it was that God was calling him to do. And God asked him, what do you have in your hand? It was a staff. God said, throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground. It became a serpent. God told him to pick it up by the tail. When he picked it up, it turned back into a staff. When he released what was in his hand and did what God said to do, God showed him what he could do through him if he just released what he had in his hand. If he just went forward and did what it was that he had called him to do. He still had excuses. And for every excuse, God had another answer. And so there became a time when he had no excuses. What excuses are you making when God is clearly telling you or clearly showing you, clearly guiding you to where it is he wants you to be? What excuse are you using to keep from doing what it is that he's calling you to do? Let go of the excuses and release what's in your hand. Another problem I see is that we don't know a lot of times what we have in our hands. We have so much that God has given us, so many gifts, so many talents, so many things, so many possessions that God has already given us. And it's like the woman, the widow, when Elijah asked her, what does she have in her house? She said, she didn't have anything, but she had this oil. And so when she told him about the oil, he, sent her, he told her to, to collect a bunch of vessels and to fill those vessels until the oil ran out. They collected all these vessels and she had this one little vessel of oil and she poured and she poured and she poured. And the oil didn't dry up until she got to the last. She filled the last vessel that she had. If she would have had more vessels, the oil would have kept flowing. It would have kept flowing. She would not have run out. What is it 
that you're holding on so tightly to because you feel like it's your last. You feel like if you let go of it, if you release it, you will lose it and you will not see it again. If you let go of it, you'll never get anything better. If you let go of it, you won't be able to make it. You won't be able to survive. What is it that you're holding on so tightly that you've made your God, that you've made your idol, that you've made your provider? God is saying, release it. God is saying, surrender it to him. God is saying, release it and submit it to him. Let it come up under his lordship. He says, trust him. Give him what's in your hand. Give him what's in your heart. Give him what it is that you're holding on to, that you're so afraid to let go of. And watch him do more with it than you could ever do with it yourself. For those of us that have children, your children may have gone astray. And you're trying so tightly to hold on to them. You're trying so much, so hard to, to guide them and direct them. And you may have adult children and you're, you're struggling because they have, they're not living by the, the standards and the, and the values that you've, that you raised them with. And they're caught up in some things that you don't like and you keep pressuring them and you keep talking to them and you keep arguing with them because of the things that you see, but you have not yet turned that child over to God because you're trying to do it yourself because you feel like if you let go, if you stop pressuring, if you stop talking, if you stop pressuring them, that you're going to lose them. When in actuality, the opposite is true. If you keep pressuring them, if you keep arguing with them, if you keep pushing them, then you may lose them. One of the best things that I could have ever done is to turn my children over to the Lord, is to pray about it, is to entrust God with their lives. Once I did that, my relationship with my children began to change. Because they begin to be more receptive to me talking to them. They begin to call me and ask me for my advice. And so I have a better relationship with my children today than I've ever had. And it's because I trusted God. I learned to trust God and release what I was holding so tightly to. And it doesn't matter what I see with my natural eye because it may appear that things are not changing at times, but I just hold on to what it is that I believe God for and trust that God is doing exactly what I asked him to do. And you have to do the same thing. Trust God and know that he is working all things for your good and that Whatever it is you're believing for, he is going to provide. Turn them over. Turn them over to God. Surrender them and submit them under the lordship of God.
Trust God with your children. Trust God with your possessions. Trust God with your finances. Trust God with every single thing that you have and watch God take it and multiply it. Take it and do more with it than you could ever do with it on your own. When you get to the place where you can say yes to God and you can surrender every single thing that you have to him, then that's when you will begin to see your life turn around. I remember a time when I didn't know I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had a job. I was raising my family. Didn't think I was smart enough to go to college. Didn't know that it, anything about really having a real career and I began to pray and seek God for what it was that he wanted for me. And God began to open doors for me that I never even imagined that I could ever even walk through. God opened the door for me to be able to go to college. And in that time, God opened the door for me to be able to do some volunteer work that would ultimately be a requirement for the career that he had already chosen for me. That when I graduated from college with my degree, he walked me right into that position with the experience that I needed in order to be able to get my first job in my career field utilizing the degree that I had just gotten. And it was because I decided to trust God and allow him to direct my path. I knew nothing about retirement or saving for retirement. Nobody had ever explained all these things to me or taught me anything about finances and, and saving for retirement and planning for old age and all these kinds of things. But God set me up so that I am now at a place in my life where I've had a career in different places. Let me let me start here. Where I've had a career, I was working, this is before I got my degree. I was working for an organization that had a particular retirement plan. I left that job, went into another job that had that same retirement plan. When I graduated from college with my degree, God led me into the career that he had for me, which also had the same retirement system. They were also in the same retirement system. God has kept me in that same retirement system throughout the years to where I have a pension and retirement. Had I not allowed him to direct my path, had I not released what it was that I had, that I was holding on so tightly, had I not trusted him enough to be Lord over my life, I don't believe that I would be in this position. I would have never gone to college because I didn't think I was smart enough. 
yet I went and I graduated with honors because I trusted him. I didn't even know what I wanted my degree to be in. And so I went as a religion major because I was called, I knew I was called into the ministry. And while I was there, God said, add sociology. I didn't know what that was. But that was what I needed in order to be able to walk into the career that he had planned out for me. God has plans for us that we don't, but that we don't know of. Plans for hope and a future. So again, I asked you, what are you holding on to so tightly that you're trusting in more than you're trusting in God? God is saying today to release it. Release it. Release it to him and allow him to do with it more than you could ever do with it on your own. So that's the word that I have for you today. I pray that it is a blessing to you and that you're well on your way to trusting God and freely giving God what's in your hand. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Evangelist Amanda Brothers here of Empower for Change LLC and AmandaBrothers.com. I believe that identity and mindset are everything. So as an identity empowerment coach, I help Christian women discover and embrace the woman that God created them to be. So if discovering and becoming the woman that God created you to be is challenging for you, schedule your first step to victory call at bit.ly forward slash schedule call now. That's bit.ly forward slash schedule call now or at amandabrothers.com.